Well, as everybody knows, we're discussing Debbie McComber's 1225 Christmas Tree Lane. It's the 12th book in the Cedar Cove series, um, which I didn't realize until after we decided to read it. Um, but I, it's the Cedar Cove series is so big that it's easy, I think, to pick up a book and still get a handle on what's happened because they give you enough information. But anyway, why don't we start by going around and seeing what everybody thought of the book. Okay, and the date is uh, December 20, and we're in Novel Ideas. And I hope Jenny can get in. Um, and I hope Josh will, or one of you guys will tell us how you find books in the series on Bard. I mean, book one. I may read another one. I don't know. Um, I'll start. It was a pleasant read. It was. It's romantic. Every everybody had a had a plot, had a story, um, fairly predictable, uh, enjoyable. It was. I didn't dislike it. It's. It's just. Uh, once we we really the last two days worked hard to finish because we wanted to be ready here, and uh, I'm glad whoever chose it, you know, it was okay. Um, favorite character? Well, I guess would be uh, mine was Beth. I thought the girls were a little bit pushy, and of course they're in their twenties. They want their parents to get back together, uh, and the reader was okay. She was a little. She was a teenager with Jolene. You know, Jolene had this high voice. Um, and uh, I thought that um, I'll only say this and then I'll shut up. I thought Kent's thing, meeting he, with Danielle, she works with him. He's taking her to see a sailor or going with her on the same plane, I gather. And he says, help me with my wife, you know, and all this and the girls. They, he brings a total stranger. And he said it later he saw the charade was were not working. But most people with good sense would say, you know. I brought her here. She's going to meet a sailor, her boyfriend. And I brought her. She, I didn't bring her. We just came to the same town. And I brought her. I didn't want her to be alone for Christmas and tell Daniel the layoff. I thought the hysterics was a little bit of a drama queen thing. So let's see what you guys have to say. Bob, you asked how to find the first book in the series. And when you go to the link that has a title, like, say, um, 1225 Christmas Tree Lane and you hit enter on that and it brings up all the information about the title and it'll tell you series it'll say Cedar Cove series it'll, and it's a link and when you hit enter on that link it'll show you all the books in that series in the order that they were written and meant to be read okay I'll let somebody else take over now I'm sorry I'm late. I, I, the, I was on a long Skype call and I forgot about the timing. Tell me, tell me what I missed. Uh, are we just are we just making our comments, our initial comments still? Yeah, you didn't miss anything, Alan. We're just doing initial comments. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and and make my comments, uh, even though they're kind of negative. Uh, I, I read one of these Cedar Cove things. I guess it was maybe last Christmas or maybe two Christmases ago. And I liked it. Uh, you know, you know. Granted, you know, you, you have to appreciate, you know, what the genre is and what they're doing. This one, I thought, I, you know, I don't know. This one just felt like it didn't have enough 
stories that kind of tied together, I didn't think. It was almost like, uh, uh, you know, I, I like I kind of like the story with Beth and Kent and, and what was going on there and the two girls. It was kind of parent trappish, I guess, the two girls trying to get their parents back together. Uh, but I mean, at least it was kind of a plot that, that, that kind of had some tension in it and I thought was pretty good. The rest of the stuff that, that kind of got thrown into me just felt like, they were throwing all these other characters in there just just as filler kind of and they almost the stories almost read kind of like people's facebook timelines i thought just little bits and snippets of stuff that that didn't really seem to kind of tie into the, the whole story i didn't think i mean granted they were all taking puppies you know from beth i guess but other than that you know i i didn't like that aspect of it it didn't seem nearly as good as that other cedar cove one that i read you know a couple of years ago and uh and I swear it just was so sugary sweet. I thought I almost needed to, you know, get my insulin pump going to take some more, you know, take a bolus of insulin and stuff because it was just, I don't know, it was a little too much. But, you know, that's my comments. Thanks. Yeah, those are good. I'd say the only violent scene, it was like a comfy cose, not a mystery, maybe. But everybody get to have coffee. The puppies were the threat. I'm gonna, I talked before, but I just want to add the only violence with Danielle's hysterics throat wrecking the room. I said, oh, we get some action here. Other than that, I kind of, I was sleepy going through this. What's going to happen? Oh, man, here's another guy's story. But anyway, let's see what others say. This is Joshua. Um, it was, I mean, it was all right. I mean, I didn't hate it. It just, I mean, there really wasn't that much action, much going on. I agree with that one. It did remind me a lot of the parent trap, you know, the, the two girls trying to get, uh, their, their mom and their dad back together, and I agree. It would have been, well, it wouldn't have really been much of a story if the dad, if the, the dad should have, you know, right away and said, hey, I'm, you know, Danielle's just, you know, somebody who's trying to meet her boyfriend in this town, and I brought her along. You know, we're not really together. You know, that would have uh, saved things a bit, but, uh, yeah, it, it seemed like um, all the characterization, uh, the other characters, their backstories was just referencing the other books in the series, pretty much. I could tell you know, that when you read the other books, you would get the full story of the other characters, Grace and and uh, Faith and Troy and, you know, everybody else. And, yeah, I mean, I kind of I knew how it would end. I mean, you read, I knew all the puppies would find homes, and I knew, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm very sure that Ken and Beth are going to get back together. It was okay. I mean, it was a, it was a nice, uh, nice read. And um, one of the last books in the series uh, on Bard, there's actually a recipe book that... Um, uh, Debbie McComer did uh, recipes, you know, on the different characters. So that's, if anybody's looking for recipes, there's a recipe book that goes along with the rest of the books in the series, too. But it was good. I mean, the narrator was good. I, I really like Sandra Burr. For one of the, she's one of my favorite uh, commercial narrators. Uh, she she reads, uh, she's very good at reading. I enjoyed her reading. So it was, it was good. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I read it. So, Josh, I hope I didn't interrupt you. I'm sorry. Sometimes this client does that. Um, Bob, today is December 20th, 2013. And I'm going to remember this date for a long time because as far as I can remember, this is the first time I think that I've agreed with you. And that's funny. Um, I totally agree with you about this book. I really do. Um, I had never read a Cedar Cove um, book before, 
this was okay. He, you're right. It was very predictable. The thing I didn't like was where the narrator made Jolene's voice high. Okay, she's a teenager. She's not a little kid. Um, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, I did like it. was a very light read. It was good, especially when you're in a whole bunch of book clubs reading a whole bunch of books. So that worked out real well. Um, yeah, it was it was a good book. Um, had good the puppies were cute and and I agree with you as well, uh, Alan. This is too funny. I was telling Todd just this morning that the book that I was going to talk about tonight was very like the movie Parent Trap, and he hadn't seen it, so I had to describe it. And that is too funny that you brought that up. And well, I read the book. Uh, there were things I did not like about it. I thought it was. Um, it was, I thought her portrayal of a small town was very, very good in that everybody knows everybody else's business and everybody seems to show up at everybody's door with Christmas gifts and then not necessarily calling ahead, sometimes doing that. But it just was a... I, I thought that it just had too many characters and too many sub-things going, and I kind of got fed up with those girls. I thought that... Do you know finding their folks together and uh, uh, I I thought that Danielle was you know I, she was kind of a jerk I mean <laughs> I just didn't really like her but uh, I I might read other books in the series but I I just felt that you know Beth was probably I've seen people like her all over the place and why she divorced him in the first place I'm not quite sure. But uh, she, I don't know, I just sort of thought that she ought to stand on her own feet a bit instead of trying to get back together with this guy. And and I, 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 I think it was fine, but it just wasn't, um, I, I, I think it was kind of not enough action. And I usually, you know, I, I love books that are romantic or whatever, but enough is... I don't know. It, it just was. It was a nice light. Joshua Hendrickson. And uh, that's kind of where I am. I really, I probably would not. I might try reading another book in the series and see if I like that better. But I think this was one of these books that you could read out of out of order, and it wouldn't make a whole lot of difference. That they talk all about the other. This was the first book that. I read in the series, and it's, um, it, I think it's the last book in the series, actually. And I found it to be a little bit too contrived. Um, so I agree with Alan on that. It was, it was just a little bit too much for me. And I kind of like some of those sappy Christmas books, but this was just a little bit too much. Um... But you know, it was it was an interesting read, and it went fast, and so it was it was good for this time of year. Yeah, now that you tell me this is the last book in the series, it it kind of makes sense because it's kind of like she's going to take all these characters that that were probably maybe the leads in some of the other store or the other books that maybe had real plots with them. And just kind of like dust them off and just throw them in here just to come up with a, a package where she could get a, get enough pages to, to, to publish the book and stuff. But uh, 
uh, that, that is kind of what it, what it seemed like to me. And, uh, uh, I guess to answer what Ruth Ann said, uh, she probably divorced that guy cause he was probably doing stupid stuff like pretending that the girl that, that came with him that worked for him was really his girlfriend to try to make her jealous. I mean, who does idiotic stuff like that except for a, for a plot, you know, for a, a plot for a novel and stuff. I mean, come on. I mean, that, that, that was just stupid. And then, you know, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't fess up and tell her, tell, you know, his ex-wife what was going on. It just, I don't know. I, 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 that just seemed kind of far-fetched. And, it, Joshua, I hate to disagree with you, but I, I didn't really care for, for did you say it was Sandra Burr that, were, that read this? I, I think I've read her, I've listened to her do other books that I probably liked. I, I didn't much care for the way she, she did this. I don't know, some of the, uh, maybe it was Ruth Ann that said, or, or no, it was Leah, Leah said that uh, uh, the way some of the characters sounded just kind of whiny and stuff to me. I don't know, I just, I just didn't care for her, her, her narration of this one. Okay, I'll quit talking now. No, you're right, and I hate to do this. You know, the woman's had a long record of bestsellers or whatever, romance novels, uh, and I'm sure it's outstanding. I think she tried to tie up all these guys together in Cedar Cove. Let's bring them all back, talk about their past, tie them together because it's my last book. I I have to read her first book or something if I choose to. Uh, But you had a – I'll just say this, a spectrum. We had – Jolene, with that squeaky, horrible voice that Ruth Ann says teenagers talk that way. I taught teenagers, and yeah, but if, if that was really overly dramatized. Okay, really. Oh, the puppy, oh, you know, jumping around like she's eight years old instead of 14 or 15, 13, I guess. And then you had Kent, duh, you know, I'll call her my friend and make her jealous with some stranger he, he who works with him. Number one, that destroys the work relationship and then she does at the end the dramatics to bring the sheriff sheriff troy in i guess his name was and and his wife uh came you know you better faith you better go in there and solve everything which he did he was a good sheriff pounding on the door and it was uh i said oh what are they doing just get rid of the guy could have texted or dropped her and danielle could have said i'm heading for california could i get a ride you know i know it's supposed to make the book better for her screaming and wrecking the room throwing dirt throwing plants all over and uh she yeah she paid for it but you know she ruined their family party there at the bed and breakfast and so forth so but i don't know what uh uh, debbie mccomer makeomer whatever they call her was trying to do at the end i i think that danielle's hysteria hysterics uh and, and then he's worried that his friend has a headache so give her get her a cab she's his friend she, she's not even, she's a work friend, so send her home in a cab. You know, I, Kent was ridiculous there. Yeah, he really was. Um, of all the Cedar Cove books, this is the one that I liked the least. And um, I have to agree, I don't think Sandra Burr was the best narrator for this one. I don't know who would have been, but really, for this being the 12th book in the series... I think it's a little bit of a disappointment, and um, some of her other, some of the other books are a lot better. I can't even remember all the titles offhand, but they are, they do have a lot of characters in them because they do focus on the small town, but 
they're just better. Some of them have a lot more action, and I think they're better anyway. And Jolene, if you read any of the other books, you're going to see that she comes across, when you first meet her, she's something like seven, five or seven years old, and then she grows up and she's as she grows she becomes more and more obnoxious and so that character pretty much fit her although she wasn't quite as obnoxious as she is in her earlier books yeah I thought the oh good my microphone's working uh, anyway I thought the um, the kids were just too much they were very obnoxious and that was kind of strange. Um, but the other thing is, is I was wondering from you, Randy, since you've read the series, um, are some of the other books a little more deep, or are they all pretty much all fluff like this one? Some of them have more action. Like the one, there's one where um, somebody dies at the bread and, bed and breakfast, and goes more into Bob's past and different the the family of the person who dies and it's there's more to some of them that's one of them where there's I think there's a little more depth to it um, and there are some other ones too. I'd have to actually go through the list and jar jar my memory a little bit because it's been a while since I've read them. And when I saw the series on Hallmark, it was a total disappointment because they took so many liberties that it ruined it as far as I was concerned. This is Joshua. It did see? I mean, to me, from what I when I read of the story, um, I mean, it, I, I could kind of tell. I was thinking that. Some of the other, when they were mentioning some of the uh, side stories of some of the characters briefly, some of the other books did sound a bit more interesting to me because this book, it was, I mean, it was too perfect. I mean, I agree with Jenny. I mean, it was like, I mean, small towns are not that, I mean, everybody bringing gifts over. It's like, oh, yeah, come on in, you know, let's, you know, go for a sleigh ride. It's just, it was too, I mean, it was a little, I agree, it was over the top, I think I agree. It was, but it was okay, but to me, um, you guys mentioned Sandra Bird, the voice for the Jolene character. That was a little... Uh, I did get a little annoying at times, but uh, I've read... <coughs> excuse me. I've read uh, books that uh, Sandra Burr has narrated that I thought the books themselves were a lot better, so her narration was better as a, um, as a sense, at least to me anyway. But, uh, yeah, but, I mean, I might read some of the other books in the series. I mean, I have I have the whole series on my uh, flash, but I'm just... I'm going to... It's going to be a while before I really get into that series much. I'm going to try to remember what I want to bring up. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I guess what I'm wondering is in the early series, do they really have Kent, Kent, Beth and Kent going through their, oh, I know what I wanted to say. It isn't logical to me. Maybe this is contrived. I like that word that Jenny used. The pastor, the pastor, they're going broke. He and his wife. Uh, Emily, and they're they're going broke. 
he gets a second job. He's out every night. And she, of course, thinks he's having an affair. Why couldn't he just sit her down and say, honey, I've got to get a second job. We, we'll make it, but I've got to do this. You know, you raise the you raise the boys. You know, it's going to be on you there, but I've got to get a second job. And that's what a normal married couple does. We talk to each other. Um, Bob, you also said this was a good author and she had a bestseller and, and bestsellers and stuff. Just to not... Because I know this book, had I read it first of hers, I don't know if I would have wanted to read any more of her books. And just in case none of you have read, well, not none of you, but any of you have not read anything else by her. I think we lost you there. I hear you. I, I But I, when I said bestseller, I've heard of this woman forever. Dakota Bourne. She's got a whole bunch of them that, and she, from her, uh, farewell or whatever she you know it's 25 years of success so i'm not you know just because we didn't like this book she may have some really good ones down the road i i would probably read something of hers again but it was a i'll tell you the positive it was a good read for christmas because it was short i mean don queen's got us on a 35 hour book he even canceled january so we could read it i haven't even started it with the holidays okay i mean I, i'm not in the mood to think a little now and have fun that was why we thought about doing something short that was lighter for the holidays. And, yeah, she has a lot of other books that are better than this one. I think they're better anyway. She has a lot of series. It's just a question if Bard has all the books in the series up there right or not. Because I don't know about you guys, but for me, I'm, I'm kind of picky when it comes to series. I don't want to read a series unless the whole series is up on Bard. If it's not up on Bard, I'll wait till it gets there because to me it's like, what's the point of reading a series if it's not all up there? Because some series, some books in the series, you can kind of read them and it's any order you want and it's still kind of okay, but there's, and there's other series that if you don't read a book in order, you'll have no idea what the heck's going on unless you read the others. But eh, I'm, I'm sure other books are good, but that's, that's just me. Well, I think as far as his series is concerned, I think that it wouldn't have mattered when you read this book, if you read it not first or last. Um, she really gave enough information so that you kind of understood that these were people in the town and that other people were... T- in, and to me, it wouldn't have made much difference if I had read this before uh, or if, if we had read this, you know, later. But I think I'd agree. I'd like to the whole series and like to know but I, I don't think in her this case that it really mattered mattered a whole lot I pretty much agree with you on that except I wonder if maybe we would have had the whole backdrop of the series you know we maybe would have felt more of an affinity for the characters and so maybe we would have been more glad instead of just like oh my gosh, this is way over the top. Maybe we would have been glad because we would have seen all their hardships. You know what I mean? So it wouldn't have seemed quite as over the top because we would have gotten to know the characters and so been more connected with them. And instead of hearing about all these just random, like, amazing things that happened to everybody, you know, we would have seen the other side of the story. (laughs) I know that sounds kind of weird, but, you know, it it just, I I think it it maybe would have been easier to, to read this had I known some of the backstories, but maybe not. Now, you're probably right, but please don't consign us to 12 books of Cedar Cove. But um, I'm trying to do her 
some good things here, but I don't know. Um, oh, contrived again. Rachel leaves the house over this kid, Jolene. Does that happen? I mean, stepdaughter, she's cooking dinner for dad. You know, I cook him good dinners, but he didn't want to eat because he missed you. I mean, uh, again, I guess anything's believable. And Bruce seemed to love her very, very much. But maybe in the early books, there's where you'd want to read the series, was Jolene, the wicked stepdaughter, and drove her out. You know, that's, but yeah, they said she had left and just come back. Yeah, that actually does happen. And it's, Jolene is basically a spoiled brat, and her, and Bruce let her get away with it, and Rachel did get fed up and move out, and she did come back. And that is in an earlier book in the series. This is one of those series, though, that there are so many things that happen that I, as good of a memory as I have for books, I don't remember everything. So when I read, I actually didn't remember this one, even though I'd read it, and I started reading it again, and the further I went, I thought, oh, yeah, I remember this now. I remember that. So this is just, it's such a long series that if you're going to read the series, don't read it all at once. Take a break because you'll drive yourself crazy. And all the books, as far as I know, are on board. Isn't Jolene the one that knitted that, that nice little baby blanket, though, or that nice little baby uh, thing? Or, or am, am I confusing confusing them? And... uh uh, what else was I going to say? Uh, yeah, this uh, th- th- that's what I didn't didn't like about this is because they were throw- they threw all these characters in here that that obviously had major stories in, in the other novels, I guess. And it, it's like this is like the happy ending for all of them, and it just it was just overwhelming just reading these these. Like I said, it's like it's like somebody's Facebook timeline. All all the good things that have happened, or, or like the end of the year Christmas letter with everybody, all the great things that happened for a bunch of people. You, 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 well, you may know or or not know, but in this case, it was a bunch of people I really didn't care about because I hadn't read all the other novels. And it's like, okay, let's just let's throw them all into the mix here, and we'll see how everything turned out so great for every one of them. It's just I don't know. It was just too much. Yeah, Alan, uh, Jolene was the one that made that baby blanket for. Uh... Rachel, yeah, she was one that had knitted that little blanket. Yeah, she kind of, at the end of one of the books, she came around and something happens and she comes comes to her senses. And um, I never thought about it as being like somebody's Facebook timeline or a Christmas newsletter, but you're right, Al, and I, I like that analogy because that is sort of what it's like. So Randy and Jenny, the puppies were the thread because everybody came to get a puppy with their story. Is that it? Is that the, to me, that's so obvious. But uh, I I would think Debbie Maycomer would have done better to have a different thread than the damn, I mean, the puppies. I love dogs, okay? I worship, I have a guide dog. Worship them. They're cute. They're swarming all over you. And now there are seven. But I guess with each person, they came. Uh, they came to uh, with their story. Uh, I thought the chess player and Terry were interesting, and 
and that James was kind of strange. Uh, he and his uh, his wife Christy was it, um, and uh, you wonder. I mean, um, I, I guess frankly, I wondered if Kent was getting it on with Danielle. I mean, we all did figured it for a while. He, she's more than a friend. But then Ruthanne reminded me it was bed and breakfast, and it might have been. It didn't happen, and I know it didn't by the end of the book. But I thought again, Danielle's reaction to a sailor she met in California. Who obviously was a it was not a, a year two five year engagement. The guy dropped her. He, he might have not picked Christmas Day to do it, but she got hysterical because her her ego was crushed. Well, big deal. Too bad. I like the analogy of the Facebook timeline. I know, <laughs> I never thought of it, but the yeah, you know, or the newsletter. Yeah, and, and um, I'm gonna get coal in my stocking because I, I I can't keep these characters straight. There's too many of them and. Um, I was getting them all mixed up. So, um, anyway, uh, as far as the puppies go, um, yeah, you know, that's that's an interesting way to... You're, you're pretty much right about that. You know, every puppy... Everybody who got a puppy had a story to tell. And, um, you know, I, I was surprised at how many, just, how many people just took those puppies because, you know, puppies are a lot of responsibility. But anyway, that's, that's thinking too deeply. Um <laughs> It's just I'm surprised there were so many people that just, oh, sure, we'll take the puppy. Oh, you gave me a puppy. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm going on about how sweet the thing was. I, I, I knew from the beginning when I saw that egg, I'm titled to the book, 1225. I'm thinking, okay, Christmas tree lane, 1225, December 25th. Okay. Wow. That uh, I never would have figured that out. I, I should have known. The, the title kind of goes with the rest of the, of the, of the, the, the super sappy, sugary uh, storylines, I guess, to the extent that they are storylines. But uh, anyway, I think I've probably said enough negative stuff as it is. But uh, anyway, y- y- y'all have to forgive me. Oh, that's all right. I think we've pretty much torn this book to figurative shreds. Um, <laughs> unless anybody has anything new to say, do we want to maybe start uh, thinking about our new book for next month? She has a real... Oh, oops. oops. Uh, um... um. Okay, okay, I I tested that, tested that, and that and that did, that didn't work, didn't work. I was I was trying trying to I accidentally hit the talk, accidentally hit the talk button and I thought thought if I hit the talk if I hit the talk button again again again, and it would it would not not talk. Boy, that was cool. I feel like I dropped some acid or something. Do that again. Oh God, Lila, you were repeating the words over and over, so I did cut you override if you don't mind. Uh let me let me present a book and you don't have to do it but i think you'll be missing something it's called don't go by lisa scottolini uh and it's sort of a mystery but it's a family thing the family uh i don't i don't want to give too much away only that mike the doctor is in uh, afghanistan fighting for our country you know and so forth and um think about don't go and the book begins, it starts slow. The book begins with his wife dying. That's all I'm going to say. And he has a baby named Emily. But it's very good. It's a mystery. And I don't think you're going to guess it. You guys are pretty, Alan and others are pretty good. But you won't you won't guess this one in the first chapter, the first part of that book. It's read by Eric Sandvold. And don't ask me the DB. It's just called Don't Go. That's what I recommend. If I lose, okay, I'm going to keep recommending it because I think it's worth reading. I saw that one, and I have that 
as one that I want to read. So Lisa's Scottling is good. I'm all for don't go. Uh, I, I'm ready to go with it. And, I, and I, I, if anybody needs any book numbers or anything else on it, I've got it all. I've got it barred up right here. But so everybody cast their votes. Uh, I had a book. I, I had a book recommendation, but we can always do this one. Uh, we can always do this one next month in my book, uh, February. Uh, the book. The book I had recommended. I thought it was. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what category you would call it because there's a, there's a lot going on. In it. It's called. Uh, it's called All We Ever Wanted Was Everything, and. Um, my book it's about this this lady who uh goes through all these uh all these uh, issues with her uh her husband uh runs off with uh, the lady's uh best friend who they, they were partners in tennis and the the husband uh divorces the wife and she the husband uh like makes a like a million dollar deals for different companies so he gets all this money and this lady is kind of left with ever, left with uh not very much and her daughter um, is with her, uh, and the trial she goes through, and um, and uh, the part I thought about this book was funny. I wanted to read it because I read the summary. Um, it said the lady accidentally develops a crystal meth habit. I'm like, how do you accidentally develop a a drug habit? I wanted to find out. I wanted to find out uh, what was all involved in that. It's it's an uh, it's an interesting book. Martha Harmon Pardee reads it. I think. Um, I mean, I certainly enjoyed it. It's been quite a while since I read it, but it was, um, I thought it was very funny, it was, had a lot of interesting, uh, you know, twists and things that I wasn't expecting, um, so, we could, but don't go, it sounds good to him, whatever, I mean, you guys decide is, okay, we can always do my book some other time, but, uh, my recommendation is, uh, all we ever wanted was everything, but, uh, whatever we decide is good, don't go, it sounds really good too. But I talk, but I guess, I guess it does, sorry about that, sorry about that, Alan, I never thought... I'm sorry, you're kind of uh, saying Alan two or three times. <laughs> it's hard for the recording, uh, Leela. I'm, I'm really sorry. Uh, who's the author of All We Ever Wanted Was Everything? Is it an author we've all heard about? Every time you get on the, uh, the app, Leela, sorry, I get kicked out. <laughs> did Joshua get kicked out? Or who did I hear there? Um, I just wondered about the author. Well, this is not a question to that, but I would also suggest to don't go. I'm not full-fledged into the whole thing yet. It seems like a good book. Uh, Lisa Scottolini is a very good Joshua author. Hendrickson. And uh, Alan that's Lemley. where we are. I, 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 would go for, I would vote for that one. All You Ever Wanted Was Everything is by uh, Janelle Brown. Uh, Bob, I just looked it up there. It's uh, a, little bit, a little bit over 14 hours in, uh, in length, read by... Like I said, Martha Hummer Party reads it, uh, and uh, I can give you guys a summary if you, if you guys uh, if you guys would want the summary. I can try to read and hold down the control key at the same time. It's a little hard to do. So it's it's is Leela must be is she using the app, and that's why it sounds like it's almost trying to to do a full duplex or something. It's like throwing that echo back in. And I made that comment about dropping acid. I've never used drugs of any kind. So I, I was trying to be funny in case anybody. <laughs> misinterpreted my comment but the, it did sound kind of like she had kind of an echo thing going there and it was almost kind of a uh, almost like a reverberation thing so uh, like a vibration or something so uh it, it sounded kind of cool but uh n- n- no drugs for alan but uh either one of these books sounds fine to me I, i'm 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 amenable to either and just let me know i can give book numbers or whatever whatever we decide 
Oh, yeah, sure, Alan. Now you're trying to cover your tracks. Ha ha. Uh, yeah, right. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Anyway, Joshua, I know that you put a plug in for this book earlier and then you weren't going to come and I said well if you don't come then we'll do yours in February so um, I'll leave the call up to you it sounds like people kind of want to do this book for January so would you be okay with doing your book in February or are you really really devoted to doing it in January hey it's uh, totally fine with me we can do um, we can we can do Bob's book in uh uh, Bob's book in uh, January. It'll be. It sounds like it'll be a nice contrast between uh, his book and my book. So we can do the uh, "Don't Go in January" and my book. The uh, "All We Ever Wanted Was Everything" by Janelle Brown in February. I'm totally. Uh, I'm totally fine with that. I vote for "Don't Go." Well, I hope you'll like it as much as I did. I, I really did. I wouldn't just recommend it. It's 13 hours and something, but 12 or 13. But it goes pretty fast. All right, well, then we'll don't go for January, and for February, we'll do um, All She Ever Wanted is Everything. And it's 13 hours, 26 minutes. As Bob said, it's read by Eric Sanvo, an excellent narrator. And it's DB76450. This is Don't Go by Lisa Scotoline. That's S-C-O-T-T-O-L-I-N-E. Uh and I think that's everything anybody would need to know. Seven six four five zero again, like seventy six trombones in the big parade from the Music Man, but uh, four hundred and fifty cornets right behind, I guess. All right. I like her book, so I'm sure this is going to be a good one. Want to write the review there, Mister Bob? Since you've already read the book, <laughs> um, I can try. I'll do my best. Okay. Um. The um, what was I going to say? I want to end by wishing all of you a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. This has been a great year. Novel ideas. Is this the second year? Rolling along, and it's a, it was unique uh, way to to go. And you guys have chosen some great books along the way, and we thank you. Yeah, let me echo Bob's comments. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody, and Happy New Year, Happy Holidays. And thank you all for all y'all's work on, on the Novel Ideas group. And, Bob, for all your work on every all these groups. And uh, for always coming up with these great books to read, stuff that I would never pick for myself, but I am thoroughly enjoying reading. And thanks for everybody's great comments. Yeah, I, I can agree with everyone. Uh, with what Alan and Bob said, Merry Christmas to everybody. And hope you all have great uh, times with friends and family and the new year coming up, too. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy Novel Ideas. There's a lot of good books talked about here different uh, different ones, and uh, I like the contrast, because, I mean, you never know what you can read from one month to the next. I mean, this is a romance book this month, and, you know, next month is a suspense book, and my book is uh, categorized as uh, human relations, is what my book is categorized as. So, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be very interesting uh, this year, next year, and uh, the previous years. Well, I know I really enjoy this group, and I'm glad we've been able to keep it going, and Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everybody. And, Bob, you really don't have to write the Newswire if you don't want to. I'll be glad to do it. Just let me know. <laughs> oh, I was just kidding him. I was just giving him some good-natured kidding. No, you, you don't. It's up to you. Um, anyway, I, I just wanted to thank you guys for all making this group great. And, um, 
you know, it, it's it's really an awesome group, and I really appreciate all of you coming and, and recommending books and being a part of the group. And everybody have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and be blessed. Oh, that's beautiful. Randy, I will yield to you, only because you write better than I do. But if you if you feel you can't, just pitch it back. It'll get done. We'll get it done. So I'll let you do it. But if there's a problem, let me know. But you guys, you guys do it so well, both of you ladies. Okay, I'm off and running. Thank you for everything. Happy New Year.